following program is rated NAL. It contains strong language. It is intended only for mature audiences. This week on the five minute warning. Bro, how did they let one passenger get that far to be able to let the slide down to start with? AG, maybe maybe you're going to say this is me thinking the way I think. But first of all, I was just on a fucked up Delta flight last week. (laughs) I'm going to let you know right now, if I see somebody freaking out and he opens up the emergency exit and his ass slides out, my ass sliding out too. <laughs> because obviously he knows something that I don't know. So what, he an animal now? He just a dog, right? Like, yo, when 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 the police get there and they be like, why'd you jump out, sir? Why the fuck didn't the rest of the people jump out? Because <laughs> if a dude's willing to move off of a moving plane, this nigga knows something. everything and nothing at all that's everywhere you don't want to be it's Ruben Mo B and on the ones and twos AG the five minute warning what's going on everybody out here it's another episode of five minute warning it's your boy Ruben, and of course, beside me always, my man, my mellow AG on the ones and twos. What's happening, y'all? How you doing? Mo B will, with, will be with us shortly, but I need to say it, man. I gotta get it off my chest. I'm sorry. I'm sorry <laughs> if my comments offended people a couple weeks ago about the house situation. I apologize, and as it was brought to my attention numerous times in my life, Maybe I should have thought a little bit more before I spoke. It is nothing personal. I'm just saying, my bad. I'm sorry if you took it to heart. Please charge that to my head and not to my heart and not to my ass because that shit hurts. And I apologize from the deep, deep of my soul. I'm sorry. Ruben, I don't think you need to be sorry. I mean, I need to be sorry because I don't. What I don't want is to offend people who I don't mean to offend. Now, there's some people I do. I do plan on offending. Like, on those people, hell yeah, they get offended. I want them to be offended. But like, there's there's a lot of people. There's some people I don't mean to offend. You know, but there are other people. Yeah, f y'all. I mean, straight up. It's, you know, the, the the thing about it, I guess, is you gotta see. You gotta figure out where you are on that. You know. If I talk to you and I think you're cool, then you're on the good side. If I give a rat's ass about you, then you can take the F button. And that's just what it is. That's that's whatever our relationship is. If you don't know me, then you get to choose. But if you know me, you know I can't stand your ass. Yeah, F you all day. I ain't got time for it. Ruby, I don't know why you're apologizing for something that you don't need to apologize for. I think you need to understand that, you know, you said a thing and it was challenging but it's not any less true that's not yeah but if you, what, I, I, what i'm telling what i'm telling you is this the american dream is not to rent and i don't care how big the dwelling is the american dream is to own a piece of america 
just like everybody else. That is a that is a part of the American dream. The American dream takes, you know, it's a shapeshifter, so it depends on who you mean or who you're talking to. But what I'm saying to you is that is the foundational thing that what you've done. I'm proud of you. I'm glad that you've done it. But you are you you are high if you think that you can say what you said and have people feel some type of way. Personally, I thought it was funny because I was like, this is the same guy who was just talking about, you know, an entity being elitist. But homeowners, by and large, feel the way that you feel, especially when they cross that threshold. So I'm not mad. You shouldn't be you shouldn't be apologetic for that. If you think people should get their shit together and buy something, that's probably not untrue. So why are you talking this way, sir? Because in the grand scheme of things, I want the people who don't like me, who I don't like to not like me, but I like the people who like me to continue to like me. Because in the grand scheme of things, everybody wants to be liked. And to a point, and some people on some things. And you know, that's just how I am. You know, you, you have made no sense at all. With respect to the comment, you have made no sense at all. All right, what's up, Moby? How you doing, man? I'm good, man. You know, just dealing with this elitist over here now. F you, man. Oh, this guy. I pulled up. I pulled up to the house. He telling me that he's yelling out, "Get out my yard!" Oh, that shit was funny. That's funny. That, that, I ain't going front, man. I was just like. I wanted to say some other words, but one of my neighbors is Caucasian and the other neighbor is black and he was parked on the side with the Caucasian neighbor. So I didn't really want to speak like that because, you know, that's funny. Yeah. Course, that's not, that's you, you, don't, you don't want to fight in front of white people. I don't really want to fight at all. I was I mean, waiting to see how you're going to squirm out of that one. I got choices. Your boy ain't fight. I mean, I'm, I am. I mean, I can put it up, but. Nah, that's that's a last resort. So, nah, <laughs> that's just what it is. What it is. Black Morticia Adams. Yeah, you, yeah. But thank you, thank you. Yeah, Moco Cowboy. You know, here's the fun thing about it. And then I'll move on. I got in the shower today. I took a shower. Apparently, you got to cut on. You know what? <laughs> He's clapping for you. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't know how to do that before. You, 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 well, I didn't hey, think man, of, this I man. Didn't think he it. bought a house and now he done figured out how showers work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is gonna be so much fun. I hate y'all so much right now. But no, no, yeah. Apparently, the hot water heater wasn't turned on, so that was. It wasn't turned on, or was something wrong with it? No, it's nothing wrong with it. It just okay. wasn't turned on, and I was like, whatever. You know, the last thing you think about. So, cold shower for me this morning. But I took a shower. Asshole. Oh, that's funny. Black Morticia Adams, homeowner and washes his ass. <laughs> you about to get a woman now. <laughs> <laughs> that so, is hilarious. But see, I do want to say that. I, I feel like if you don't get a woman now, there's something fundamentally wrong with you, bro. You have checked all the boxes. You yeah, are a I homeowner. Can't. You are gainfully employed. Come on, man. You got all your teeth. Come on, man. I mean, so yeah, I, I feel confident saying I'm officially a unicorn. You are. Officially. You are. That's why we got to get our shit together, sir. 
don't know if you a unicorn. Why not? Oh, you don't think he's a unicorn? No, 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 no. I think, I think because, you know, I was going over like the top five things that the modern day woman wants. You ain't checking one of the boxes. Because one of the things they say a man over six feet tall. So That's I wouldn't call true. you a unicorn. You're more like a saber-toothed tiger. Like, we know you used to exist, but we only have fossils to show. Like, you know, you ain't none of you running around these streets no more. Yeah, that's true. He, he's right about that part. I mean, speaking of, speaking to you from a short man's point of view, that's absolutely something. I can't, I can't, I can't do anything about it. I mean, I'm short too. What are you talking about? I'm just saying. I mean, ain't it crazy that one of the things on their list as a as a as a wish or want or some even say a requirement is something that we have absolutely no control over? Yeah, that's true. But I mean, it doesn't matter. Can you go over it's, this list? Cause I didn't, I didn't, know, I didn't know this list existed. Dude, you didn't know the list was out there. Man, yeah, bro, come, come on, man. man. Come I'm on, single, man. I'm single. I'm single, and I ain't no, no, no. They said, they said um, the top five things when they asked women what they wanted: finance, security, and when they put a label on it, they said a man that makes at least six figures. Basically, what they described out of their top so five traits was was less than 0.1 percent of the actual male population in the United States. But yeah, it, it, it was. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, Moco like Ca- Moco oh, Cowboy oh, says, "What's defined as short?" I think. So any, I think if you're they, five, they all say below. six feet and up. They all say six. Yeah. Actually, it, you know, the most common height that women were given was six two and above. Which oh, I'm really? Like, yeah, that was the most common height that women were given was six two and that's, above. That's not. Ooh. I got one comment for that. FDB. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. She liked what she liked. I guess. What are you mad at Moby because he he fits the requirements and you don't because you need to get your shit together? I mean, hey man, they got it makes, it, if it makes you feel any better, technically I only scratch like I only have like two of the boxes. <laughs> well, yeah, wait a minute. What, what, okay, well wait a minute. Does it? Did you? Okay, this is my question to you, Moby. Did you ever get a chance? Because I thought I could have sworn you said when you bought your condo you were already dating winner. Is that true? Yes. That was true. Because, see, he didn't get a chance to be a unicorn or a saber-toothed tiger. He was already dating his wife. Yep. He, he skipped he, that part. You get a chance a, to immerse yourself yeah. in what it's like to be the shit. Yeah. <laughs> Moby is what you call a paradactyl. How do you figure that? Because, I mean, he, he's over six feet. He, he, he had his woman, and he just locked that shit down when he bought the condo. That was the security right there. Boop. True. There you go. Put, I mean, uh, put put Black Morticia Adams uh, comment on the thing, man. Okay. Because this is something I say all the time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Them. Let's see. Uh, them be the same women that ain't got yeah. nothing to offer, but but used in another man's kids. Yeah. Exactly. Used vagina. Exactly. Or but, excuse me, because pussy. it's like and Black Morticia <laughs> Adams, you can say that because you have a vagina, but the three of us can't say that, yeah, or exactly. we are. Uh, we are what are what are those things Canceled? they call me? I don't know, I can't look. Is, I, misogynist? Already, is that is that kind misogynist, of misogynist? Um, chauvinistic, sexist. Um, sexist. We're not allowed to say this because Ruben, you you can't cancel me because I told you last week I identify as not canceled. So. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even matter what they say about me. So wait a minute, you can just say you can just say you're not canceled and you're not canceled. I identify as not canceled. So which bathroom do you use? What do you mean? I can't, well, the, the bathroom where regular people go because they ain't canceled. 
which, which, whichever one that I'm not cancer from, which is all of them, because exactly. I identify as not, not cancer. cancer. Nah, man. I just want to know. I just want you to know that I am certainly proud of you, dear. I mean, not dear. That's for her, but for wow. you, sir. Because it's a big, it's a big deal, man. It doesn't matter what you said because I still feel like what you said is true. But for me, you can only get congratulations from me. It's a big deal. Good going, man. Well, thank you. Thank you. Have to have you over one day, you and the wife. Yeah, you can probably count on me. Damn, that's cool. Truth, bro. <laughs> That's cold. <laughs> she don't like boo. it anymore. Jeez, boo love is mad at me. It's her the face curls, is... man. Her face curl up so bad every time that your name is mentioned, it's awful. Oh wow! <laughs> I want to answer KB Aqua's question. Um, the pronoun for um, not cancel is awesome. That is my pronoun. <laughs> <laughs> awesome is in the building. Um, awesome. <laughs> Is sitting down right now. Awesome is my pronoun. That is about as androgynous as you're going to get, sir. <laughs> awesome. Well, all right. All right. So after we've done with all of that, let's get into some crazy world. So look, man, tax, tax dollars hard at work, ladies and gentlemen. Tax dollars hard at work because Supreme Court decided that they took... Um, What's it called? I'm trying to... It's not saying a word, but whatever. They took an argument on a damn dog toy dispute. So, first of all, I'd like to have all of them fired. and Or whoever made this decision needs to be fired. Because you wasted a whole lot of money. Because apparently, some company created a dog toy out of a Jack Daniels bottle. And so, you know, basically... They got pissed off. How are you gonna do that? You know, you're you're you know devaluing our product. And so basically Okay, how did how did they ask how are you gonna do that? Because like I am thinking, how are you gonna do that? Like I wanna know how they actually did that. So they said the toys maker said that they did not they said that they infringed on the Jack Daniels trademarks. Because literally, if you put them side by side, it looks like a bottle of Jack Daniels Tennessee whiskey. Except it's a chew toy. Same color and everything, but it has some differences, such as, you know, Jack Daniels says old number seven brand and Tennessee sour, sour mash whiskey. The toy says the old number two on your Tennessee carpet. The original bottle says it's 40% alcohol by volume, which is a lot. The parody says has a dog's face. It says forty percent, forty three percent poo by volume, and a hundred percent smelly. And so Jack Daniels is saying, "You're infringing a prime brand." I mean, and pretty much the Supreme Court was like, "What the fuck?" So they let that shit go. They, they, Jack Daniels lost. But I'm just like, I agree with them. Why is this in your courtroom? All this crazy shit going on in this world. And you spent time from Jack Daniels because they mad about a damn chew toy looking like their bottle. Because in certain parts of our country, anyway, there are some owners who have trained their dogs to go get the Jack Daniels bottle. And I guess they're afraid it's going to get mixed up with their chew toy. I don't know. But yeah, that, that's, that's, that's this shit in the country. That... Is considered a waste of time, money, 
and all that. Gentlemen. <laughs> Do you think Supreme Court should be ruling on that kind of shit? Yeah, because it got there. I mean, I guess it's not like you can is, just call up the Supreme Court and say, try my case. I, I guess the question is, why did it get there? Because of like, what you just said. No matter how trivial, trivial you think it is, you aren't the president or... You know, the the Daniels family, I'll say that. You aren't anybody in power or anybody that can lose from this. And you're saying it's trivial. Well, to them, it's not. It's a big deal. If they feel like that is going to sully their brand in some way, they're allowed to take it to court. And apparently it went from Tennessee all the way to Supreme Court of these United States of America. So apparently somebody thought it was worth going there. Now, whether you think that or not is immaterial. But I mean, we do. We just can't say trivialize something that because just because we think it's trivial. The bottom line is, if you had interest in this, you might feel some type of way too. Now, would I? Maybe, maybe not. But they have a right to do that. They paid the money to get it there. It got there. We're all done here. They lost. Okay. But it's not trivial to them. That's a relative statement. Gotcha, Ob. Thoughts. I'd rather them be dealing with cases like this than dealing with cases that actually affect people's lives, because they be fucking up when they do stuff with, like that. So is he is he wrong, Ruben? He's saying he's right, man. Anytime it has something to do with something that actually matters, they really are on the wrong side of everything. Well, that's why I started laughing because that shit was funny. They always on the wrong side of quote unquote history, even though these are supposed to be you know the conservative people that believe in the foundation and always referring back to the history unless they don't like it then then they can amend it all right there it goes all right second thing good old virginia man we'd be finding ways to get on get on the news so <laughs> they were chasing this guy down is a they chasing his car one dude jumps out the car gets into a ride share and then they chased the ride chair down and they stopped the ride chair car. And then the dude who was the who was the um, person in the back shot himself because he didn't want to go to jail. Ride chair driver wasn't injured. No idea why the pursuit started. What in the blue hell is going on? <laughs> what, what what are we supposed to comment on that? I mean, I'm just like, what? That that's my question, like. I mean, you if you're asking the car. If, if you're I mean, asking you asked because you, you brought the story to us. <laughs> well, I mean, what do y'all think about that? It's crazy. It's a little crazy. I mean, but I mean, and the fact that the fact that you can, um, <laughs> if somebody's pursuing you, you can get an Uber. That's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They don't say if he like interrupted an Uber or something. Actually, that would be a good sequence in an action film. Like if you running from somebody and then you get on get on your Uber app and say meet me here in ten minutes and then you know you I mean I'm just saying I mean other than that what do you say about something I mean like I that? imagine if they were in pursuit he had to get in that ride share pretty fast so did the Uber driver just not see the police in pursuit <laughs> That's well what, yeah. the dude jumped out of one car ran I guess around the block and got into the Uber but he was still being chased like I, 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 I feel know. like this is probably the greatest publicity for Uber ever. <laughs> Our rides are so efficient. You gotta. I mean, we can get you away from them peoples. You know what I'm saying? Wait a minute, them peoples. Them peoples, like whatever peoples is chasing you, we can get you away from. Them. We are so reliable. We can say, meet us on this block at this time, and we got you. So basically, yeah. you can hire a getaway car. Yeah. 
That's what's well, up. Well, you know, they keep saying ride share. They didn't say who, which was interesting. Um, but right. does that does, does the driver have to share in the jail time? No, no I was driver, asking what I was thinking. What Moby was asking, I'm like, wait a minute. The driver I, wasn't hurt at all. Did he was it, did he turn it into a high speed chase? Or nah. was he just driving like normal? And then the guy just he shot was him driving. Him? He was driving. Then the cop the top the cop stopped him, and then the dude in the back seat shot himself. He's like, I ain't going to jail. Now my question after the fact is. Who's gonna clean? Who's gonna repair the bullet hole and who's gonna clean up the brains? Because that sounds like some that sounds like some Pulp Fiction stuff right there to me. (laughs) Marvin, exactly, exactly. That is a hell of an insurance claim. While I was working on the ride, my passenger shot himself, which is why my windshield is busted and And the blood in the carpet stain needs to be clean it's probably above can't clean that i need new seats at this point in time That's yeah like i can't imagine be like i bet jay from state farm i'd be like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> nah bitch you better call I, liberty yeah, mutual now. Yeah, I, I, hey. I know i said you could call 24 7 but hey you're gonna have to call somebody else <laughs> excuse me i just soiled my khakis could you imagine state uh, jake from state farm cash answering the call and be like no nah, i'm good click in <laughs> his silk state state farm pajamas. Oh, man. Hey, he's like, hey, can you hold on real quick? I got Chris Paul on the other line. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! So yeah, they said the man died at the hospital. I, mean, I thought he died in the car. Yo, yeah. here's the thing. It was we, he we was talking about this for five minutes, and never have we even thought about the person who shot himself. We we just glossed right over that. Nobody said mental health. Nobody said, you know, tragic. We just went straight to, hey man, who doing the insurance claim? Like, hey man, this ride share act. like we we glossed over the most relevant part of it. Is it the most relevant though? Not probably not. Not, know. not to me, because I don't know that dude, but um <laughs> because I, mean, I, was, I was gonna ask Ruben like why was this even a story? Because I'm thinking, man, people kill themselves every day, unfortunately, in this country. So I mean, it just so happened he did it in a more interesting way than most people. Yeah, he got you know? out the he got the car they were chasing, got to a ride share, fucked this up out, and killed well, himself. Well, my thing is, if he was gonna shoot himself, why not get out the car and shoot himself, man? That Uber driver was on time. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> why are you messing up his situation just because you' about to exit? You know what I'm saying like you ain't supposed to try to f it up for somebody else on the way out. I mean, hey, I got I got a question. I got a question. Do you think the guy gave him five stars before he lit himself up? Hey man, as soon as I figured out that the police that was pulling me over because of him, I was like, bro, I'm gonna need you to put that raid in there right now before we even pull over. Like, bro, before we even pull over, you need to do it right now. <laughs> I just want to know the mental health of the driver after witnessing all of this. Now that's some witness. That's some uh, some mental health I'd like to know. I mean, there's no way we can has... know, but I mean, if that now, happened to me, I'd be kind of jacked up about that. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Didn't say. Maybe I'm just a weird person because I just be like, man, I do not want to clean this shit up. Like, I'm not saying I don't respect life and everything, but like, he made his choice. But why did he have to fuck up my? Why did he have to fuck up my choices? Oh, 
That's hilarious. So now I gotta sell this car. You know what I'm saying? I can't. <laughs> I, can't I can't drive around that Could shit. Could you imagine what the what the what the uh, the what's the, the car car Yeah, you can't imagine car, car facts on that. that. Somebody killed themselves in this car. <laughs> That car, you would, a, you would have that car for the rest of your life, sir. That's a backseat. And if somebody did, if somebody did buy it from you, they're a creeper. I promise you, they are. <laughs> Haunted ride share coming up. Yo, have you? So, then we'll move on. That show, Ghost, that's on CBS. Yeah, I like that show. Yeah, ain't one of the ghosts somebody in a car because she died in a car or some shit. I saw it on a commercial. She she haunts the car because. Somehow that might be something another. new. That might be something new. Yeah, maybe it's this season coming up. I saw it on a commercial. Yeah, she haunts that car. And she and the thing about it was apparently one of the ghosts in the house, she killed one of the ghosts in the house. You know what? I'm, so, in that I'm car. gonna let you know. After after somebody shoot themselves in the backseat of my car, I'm gonna commit insurance fraud. I'm just letting y'all know right now. <laughs> what you gonna burn it? You gonna burn that, it up? That, that car is getting burnt or drowned or something. Something gonna happen to that car, and I'm gonna have to do a claim on it within the week. Like, oh, this, the car still runs, man. I, I'm I, I'm not even gonna hide it. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they gonna be like, "Sir, did you do this?" I cannot confirm nor deny. <laughs> but because you can't prove it, I'm gonna need that check. <laughs> yeah. You know, we, we make light of people right. dying on this show much too often. Yeah, we did. No, um, no, no. We didn't make light of it. We we said, we said mental health, and he made his choice. I don't feel like there's much more to go into. <laughs> you're, you're right, but we're all laughing. <laughs> but anyway. I think we're laughing more at the car situation. But beside the point. Uh, yeah, you're right, KB Yako. Can't have somebody blood on the Jays. The Jays go with it. How can get on the J's? Man, when the police got there, I'd have thrown in the keys. This shit is yours now. I'm going to need my money. <laughs> this evidence. <laughs> my money. I'm going to need my money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what do you mean how blood can get on the J's? When Marvin shot that dude in the face, blood was everywhere. Yeah, I about to say, there's no way blood didn't get on the driver. That's just... <laughs> I'm saying if the bullet is going out the window, how can blood get on the J's? Bro, did you not see Pulp Fiction? Yo, blood, blood was everywhere. That was that a movie. Car. Never mind. Hey, AG, I'm not saying they're going to get directly on the Jays, but I'm saying There's a blood, blood splatters everywhere. Over the shoulders, like blood is going to be everywhere in that car. I would clean my Jays. I'm with you, though. Like, I ain't about to, I ain't about to fuck up my Jays just because you got a lot of blood up there. Like, <laughs> real, man. Especially I my goddamn money for these Jays. Exactly. Jays, especially like, if I had some, like, hold on. some J6s. If, if I had some family on. If I had some family to court. And huh? be like, hey man, um, can you take his family to court? Be like, hey man, on the way out, he messed up my property. So, oh damn, I'm just saying, somebody gotta pay. Exactly. Go. <laughs> they they'd have to kill him when he was on the toilet. <laughs> I'm just they saying, got if, to pay. If, if, you had some, if you had some J sixes on, they all black. Ain't nobody gonna. Stop. I'm not. I'm good. I'm not getting rid of my J's for that. So the hell with the car, but them Jays. Yeah, I get rid of the car, but them Jays, like, yeah, I, I probably keep them Jays. Exactly. <laughs> I'm glad I don't own DJs. God knows. I'm just saying. If I gotta make a decision like that, that'd be a problem. It's not a decision. <laughs> it's not a decision. That's exactly what's going I don't think about that. Like it's like it's not like do I have hey, to think about being black? No, I'm black. See, here's the thing, Ruben. The cars insured, them J's ain't. They're Some not. people's J's are. Some people are, but What's them's like, ain't. Yeah, the, the one I'm wearing ain't. You said not this economy. <laughs> 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 oh shit! 
Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Oh, that's hilarious. So much, so much. All right, last one. So, yesterday, this dude in L.A. decided, fuck all this, I'm out. He was on a um, Delta flight from L.A. to Seattle. He was arrested Saturday morning because they were about to, the plane was about to leave. And, you know, plane hits the gate. The passenger rushed from the back of the plane toward the front. Asked the flight attendant, what do I do now? And the passengers looked at him like, what the fuck? <laughs> and they told him to have a seat. And he ran to the emergency exit doors, turned the latch, opened the door, slid down the deploy emergency slide. So you already know that's a problem. But it doesn't end there. Hold on, hold on. Why was he doing this again? It, we we don't get that far. Nobody knows. So, so he, once again, he opened the door, the emergency door, while the plane's in motion. It's still on the ground, but it's backing up, getting ready to go. Slid down a deploy emergency slide. The dude jumped in the back of a luggage a luggage cart as a luggage cart was driving away. And basically the luggage work workers held his ass down until the LAX cop police got there. Bro, how did they let one passenger get that far to be able to let the slide I, down to start with? AG, maybe maybe you're gonna say this is me thinking the way I think. But first of all, I was just on a fucked up Delta flight last week. <laughs> I'm going to let you know right now, if I see somebody freaking out and he opens up the emergency exit and his ass slides out, my ass sliding out too. Because obviously he knows something that I don't know. So what, he an animal now? He's just a dog, right? Like, yo, when 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 the police get there and they be like, why'd you jump out, sir? Why the fuck didn't the rest of the people jump out? Because if a dude was willing to move off of a moving plane, this nigga knows something. <laughs> like I, I look, I know if he had just planted the bomb. I know if he had just had some. What was that movie, Final Destination? Premonition. Oh my! When God. He was like, he started planes. Like, I, look, whatever, whatever was going through his head. Like it, that's just like when you see your man start running. You don't ask questions. You, just you start, start running. running through, and we'll figure this shit out when we get to a safe distance away. <laughs> Oh, I'd have been there right there as they would hold him down. Hey, y'all ain't gotta hold me down. Like, I just need some answers. Like, why was we running off the plane, sir? Oh shit. So, so y'all mean y'all mean to tell me y'all gonna sit in the plane, see this dude run out and slide out, and y'all gonna be like, I'm sure everything's cool. <laughs> hey y'all, I just got the intro. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, look, I'm, I'm, sh- I'm sure they got it. You know. That's so. So but yeah, we blame man. mental health for a lot, but I'm not gonna take the chance that he's having a mental health breakdown. I'm gonna assume he is of sound <laughs> b- body, body and mind, and this dude knows something. And he knows something that I need to fi- find out. I need to go down there with him, chase him down. Hey, bro, what was we running from? <laughs> And well, he better have a good answer. He better have a good answer. Why does he have to have a good answer? Because oh, you just had me jump off a moving plane. You, you made, made a choice. A good you made a choice. No, he made the choice for me. <laughs> he made the choice for me. Because there's no reason for me to assume he's got a problem. Like when you walk down the street and, and you see somebody, do you just assume they're having a mental health breakdown? 
Like if your man is, is walking beside you and he just take off running, do you assume he's having a mental health breakdown? Or do you go, no, nah, I got to run because he's got to have a good reason to be running. <laughs> so if we go down there and he's like, oh man, this won't the plane I was supposed to be on. Man, I might kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is why this is why I do create the world right <laughs> I can't be the only one that was thinking that like hey man I'm not going to just sit on the plane while somebody freak out jump off the plane and just be like man that dude crazy nah I'm not taking them chances <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to be like hey man he knows something I, I can't he, say- he's, he's scared of something something about this plane is disturbing his spirit and I, I'm not going to argue with his spirit <laughs> man, I can't. You know, honestly, honestly, I would be like, that's now, not, that maybe, like a him problem. Maybe, maybe if you'd be like in too much shock to move, cool. Oh but I don't think shock operates like that on me because, <laughs> like, I, I'm a panicker. When I see somebody else panic, hey, we supposed to be panicking right now. Like, oh god. And I, I mean, will have, I will have no problem having that discussion with TSA. Hey, sir, why'd you jump off the moon plane? No, 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 no. I was following him. Ask him why we was jumping off that plane. <laughs> oh, I can't God. say it, man. I cannot say that I would jump off a plane just because one dude jumped off a plane. A moving plane. Why did if he had look, if his spirit was was disturbed, how come he didn't jump off the plane? How come he even got on the plane? Hey, AG, you are further proving my point. <laughs> So I'm not, I wouldn't be assuming that his spirit messed up. I would be assuming this dude either planted a bomb or he knows something about to happen with this plane. I don't know why he knows it. I don't care why he knows it. I just know that whatever he knows, I'm not going to argue with. Oh, God. All right. So ultimately, they got everybody off the plane. They put him on another plane and they went to Seattle. However, I'm not going to front. When I read it, I was like, Damn, maybe this fool put a bomb on the plane. Was like, I ain't going down with the plane <laughs> once again. That's the first thing I would have been thinking. <laughs> now I ain't gonna front, man. When I read it, I was like, Damn, I got. I would have had to think twice, man, because I, I can't completely dismiss what Moby said. <laughs> I'm not dismissing like, it. I didn't realize. No, I didn't realize he'd say it like that. Like follow the dude. But now it reminds me of a quick time when we were at. JV baseball, man. We were we were warming up and shit, and a gunshot happened, and like one dude hit the ground, and the rest of us like stood up. What the fuck is wrong with you? He's like, y'all didn't hear that? Hey man, when I hear a gunshot, I drop. I ain't trying to get hit by no gun. I was like, damn, I learned something new that day, cause I ain't never thought about it. That if I hear a gunshot, I need to go straight to the floor, just because I ain't never been in that situation. So I can tell you a story that falls right in line with that. My junior year high school, Tershon was playing Booker T. Washington. Uh, see, Booker you, T. That's all you got to tell me. No, no, no. <laughs> so we, we in the third quarter, we we beating the brakes off Booker T. We just scored another touchdown. And then all of a sudden we hear two gunshots. And then I look to the sideline and some people from Booker T's bleachers are jumping over the gate, running towards the field. Now, I ask no questions. I am gone. Like no, no hesitation, no hop step, no evaluation. Bruh is out. 
<laughs> so they clear the field. They, I guess, the, I guess they're trying to make the game start back up. Everybody's like, "Yo, where Tico at?" Bro, I was already on the bus. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "Bro, what was y'all waiting for?" Like, <laughs> I mean, hey, he was I mean, already on the bus. <laughs> bro, it's soon. I look to the sideline. I think it's even on camera because you know the the camera was facing. Like, you see the first person jump over the fence, and you already see me off. You see other people looking around. Some people walking back to the sideline. You see me break out. Like, I'm just like, bro, what is y'all waiting for? It's about 400 people running onto the field and y'all trying to figure out what's going on. Nah, I'm going to assume that them 400 people know something I don't know and I'm just going <laughs> to take a lead. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to ask no questions. We can figure we can figure out the semantics later. You know what I'm saying? We, we can figure out what we was running from later. But um, yeah, in the moment, nah, I'm not... I, I am not the person in the movie that hears gunshots and goes, hey, what's that over there? No, no, I'm the dude that's like, hey, we out. I'm, right. I'm the dude that's already grabbing the kids and yelling for them, you better bring your ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't do this. <laughs> Black Morticia Adams, yo. Mm. Yo, he was like, Race, uh, I have to be honest. Any race size black jumping out of a plane? I mean, I don't know. They didn't really give his race. And, I mean, and Adams, that is actually a really good point because if he's a black guy doing it, I'm definitely following him. <laughs> I'm definitely following him. <laughs> uh, black Morticia Adams agrees with you. Yeah, I'm following them tuck and roll. God <laughs> damn. We ain't on fire, but I guess it could be. Debbie Brown ate um, one. He probably ate an edible. Well, you should have did that shit for you out of the plane. Well, we, we will talk about that later on while I am off of the plane with you. Yeah, yeah. First of all, that's your dumbass fault eating the damn edible. All right. Yeah, man. That's that crazy shit that's going on in our world. AG, what's up, man? What we got? Today we have, um, let's see, sports, sports washing. If you follow or listen to the his podcast, um, my first introduction to this was from Bomani Jones. So if you saw the show that last last week or this week, whenever it was, or if you've heard his podcast, we'll probably talk about it. And then I've heard it other places too. But the example he gave to explain it was Jesse Owens. Now I think everybody knows half the story. We kind of forget the other half just because, I mean, the dude went there and killed it. He went to Germany, showed to Hitler. He showed Hitler what time it was. He did. And, and you know, by any measure. But what sports washing is, it, is, it helps you forget that he came back to a country in which he was not a part. He still had to ride the back of the bus. He still had to go into um, the, the restaurants or hotels or whatever it was through the, the back door. He still had to go up into a hotel through the a service elevator. He had to go through the service elevator to a function that was to honor him. He just couldn't walk up in Walmart if there were Walmarts back then and do anything. Everything was still segregated. But his accomplishment was so great that it helps us forget. Even I, I I'm black and I'm still like, I forgot that he was a black man for a minute. And that's why white America loves these particular situations in history because it helps them feel more comfortable and helps them feel better and gives them a leg to stand on in an argument about race and what it means and what it's not. But sometimes, and this is kind of my point, sometimes 
sports doesn't help anything. It doesn't, in fact, sometimes sports can highlight a situation. 1968, John Carlos and Tommy Smith, you win gold and was it gold and silver or gold, gold and, and bronze? bronze? It was gold and bronze. Yeah, you win the gold and bronze medal for your country. You put a black a black glove on and raise your hand, raise your fist in solidarity. After that moment, they have they you know from a career standpoint, from a runner standpoint, they may have may as well not have existed at all. I don't think they were ever allowed to go to a national event again. No, at all. Their careers yeah. were effectively over. It, not a virtual, in a virtual they didn't way. Get, they, didn't they try to take their medals? They did. They eventually got them in the mail, but they, yeah. And so that was one of those times where sports became a platform and it let you understand, especially at that time in history, where white America did not want to be uncomfortable. And at that time in history, how dare those, how dare those jigaboos do these things? and disrespect our country. All the things. The next the next one is much more contemporary. Which just, I feel like it just happened. It didn't just happen, but still a more contemporary example is Colin Kaepernick. Or sports, especially the type of sport that he played in this particular country where it is the number one sport everybody's watching every week, no matter how much you like football or not. It's so, it's, 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 as far as I'm concerned, it's a part of the fabric of this country. Just like football is in Europe or whatever it is, it's it's high level. So when you are able to just turn on the TV and see somebody protest and see somebody's career being dismantled right before your eyes, but you can still hide behind the troops, you can still hide behind disrespecting the country, and you can still hide behind these things and make yourself feel better. But it doesn't mean that all these things that he is actually protesting have gone away. So it's not sports washing, obviously, but it's, it's sports cleansing to me because now you can argue and you can still stand on a lot of things as, as, as mainstream America or white America, but we all saw this man kneel and then he was just systematically dismantled from a career standpoint. So... The only point I'm trying to make is CRT and all the things that they're trying to crush, all the things that they want taken out of history books, all this comes back to, to the, the fact that no white American wants to feel uncomfortable at all. And they will do anything, say anything or not say anything to feel like it's all good when it is not. So they're wearing a fire suit as the world burns around them. And that's just one way in which they do it and then come back and can pick this or that to let you know that I'm not a racist because Jesse Owens so that's what I got I love how those people try to um, defend it too like I've heard so many people say well Colin Kaepernick just wasn't a very good quarterback that's why he didn't get a job nobody nobody was blackballing him and I'm like well it's funny you think that because the NFL sure thought they were blackballing him because they they settled a lawsuit to pay him because they realized, hey, man, we have blackballed this guy for doing absolutely nothing wrong. So they paid him. Sports watching happens and, and we, we rewrite the story on things. Muhammad Ali, I love hearing so many people 
you know what? Not even so many people. I'll just say what I love hearing a lot of the modern day white sports casters and stuff talk about the greatness of Muhammad Ali and how legendary he was. Because when Muhammad Ali was making all his stances while he was actually in his career, white America hated him. Now, there was a sect of white America that did. I'm not saying all people did, but I'm saying the consensus was Muhammad Ali was not a very well liked person in the white suburbs. People didn't like him. He made them uncomfortable. When he made statements like, Via Kong ain't never done nothing to me. Via Kong ain't never called me a nigga before. <laughs> made a lot of white people uncomfortable. And then the same way they did with Kyle Kaepernick, they tried to hide behind the flag. He's not patriotic. He's not loving his country. I mean, yeah, you can say all those things. Don't mean anything he's saying is wrong. Just because you don't like where he's coming from by saying it. I mean, yeah, revisionist history, sports washing. We, we do a lot of sports washing. We do a lot of um, government public washing, too. I always get real uncomfortable. The older I've got and the more I've learned about Martin Luther King, I get really uncomfortable that so many politicians always throw up their generic Martin Luther King quote on his birthday because I'm just like, it's it, it like really makes it seem like the government was friends with Martin Luther King and the government hated him too. Like the government didn't weep because Martin Luther King died. They panicked because they was like, we don't know what these black folk gonna do now that he died. Now it was two different reactions to two, two different statements. Like, I don't think a lot of people in the government were sad he was killed. I think a lot of people were just like, oh shit, what's gonna happen now? So yeah, man, sports watching is a real thing. Yeah, I saw that episode. I thought was, I thought he did that very well. Um, I learned a lot from that part of his show too. So, yeah, man, you hit it on the nose. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Moby, what you got for us? Well, I was gonna pile on the Delta. <laughs> Come on, man. No, no, man. I, I had a bad experience with Delta, man. What like, happened? First of all, tell us what happened. All right, man. So flying out of Richmond airport's not usually busy apparently everybody in Richmond was trying to leave Richmond Monday morning <laughs> what like everybody in Richmond was trying to get the fuck up out of Richmond <laughs> took me like an hour and a half to get through TSA it was like Jeez. 200 people lined up and I get through my flight's supposed to leave at 7.05 no at 7 o'clock I get on the plane at 6.50 I'm thinking hey I've been to the airport since 5.30 I'm actually glad I came on time I get on the plane and we start to move. I, oh, I thought we were going to start to move. Nah, I get on the plane about 7.20 rolls around. Pilot comes up there. Sorry for the delay. Um, we are still waiting for luggage to be put on the plane. So then one of the stewardess says, yeah, we're kind of short staffed and nobody's put the luggage on the planes yet. So I look out the window because I'm right on the window and I can see the cart with all the luggage just sitting there and there's nobody to load it. Like just what? Then, then I see one dude roll up and he he can't get the machine to turn on. So he gets it turned on. So I say almost eight o'clock. The luggage finally gets put up there. My flight was supposed to land at 905. It is now like 825 and they're finally getting the luggage back up on. So, nine, about 
nine-ish. The planes loaded up. Pilot starts to move. He was like, yeah, we're about to begin to make our approach. I'm thinking, hey, man, you know, hour behind schedule. No big thing. Going straight to Atlanta. Put on my headphones. I zone out. We start moving. All of a sudden, the plane stops. And I look, I, I roll my shade back up. I look, we right back where we started. So I'm like, and he was like, yeah, um, they detected a little bit of ice on the bottom of our plane. So we're going to have to get the people to come de-ice the plane. So we had to roll back and wait for them to de-ice the plane. So then it's about 10-ish. And, and you've been on a plane this entire time. I've been on a plane the whole time. And just to let you know, I'm not balling like that. The company was paying for it. And the company don't like me enough to give me like bigger seating so i'm i'm just right back there and coach all six three two seventy of me last seat back there you know stretched out not at all have somebody beside you oh yeah it, it, the plane was 215 passengers full oh so 10 ish we we start to move again i'm like here we go we take off finally i'm like all right we in the air all good listen to music I zone out next thing I know I'm like man it's been like almost an hour and a half like I know Atlanta didn't get farther away (laughs) 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 and I'm like you can only go but so slow in the air or we fall like I know how I know how this works (laughs) so I turn on they got the screens now where you can track the flights so I track I put on the flight track and see where we are we're in Georgia so I'm like all right cool says we like 10 miles away i'm like all right bet but we are not lowering at all i look at the tracker we are circling atlanta over and over because our flight left late and atlanta is one of the biggest oh, traffic yeah we've yeah, got yeah. we've got to, we've got to get clear to land so we fly around atlanta you know four five times <laughs> <laughs> you see all you want to see I'm like, I'm like, bro, we are just flying in circles. Like, literally, we are flying in circles. Like, we was in Tennessee, came back. Oh, shit. That's funny. So, finally, when we land, it's like 11. That's six hours, bro. Like 11.45. I'm thinking I'm going to be early for my 1 o'clock meeting. Nope. I don't get off the plane till 12. Got to take the Uber straight to the meeting. Late for the meeting. But I guess Delta was having issues all over the place because people who flew Delta from North Carolina were delayed too. So yeah, I guess I guess Delta wasn't having a finest one. But like I I know like midway through like I asked this, I, I was like about to call the stewardess and be like, ma'am, um, I think I'm on the wrong flight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I thought she was gonna come back and I was I think I'm on the wrong flight. Like I'm pretty sure I didn't fly with Spirit. Like, I, I, I thought, I thought wow. this was Delta. Wow. Like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I've never flown spread. I've heard nothing but bad things. I mean, look, I, I ain't got great things to say about Delta right now either. Now my flight back wasn't that bad, but yeah, man, for a while I thought I was on Spirit. Oh shit! So I didn't want to take my time to pile on Delta, but since y'all wanted to know what happened, yeah, that's what happened. Like I was on an hour and twenty minute flight to Atlanta. At least that's how long it's supposed to be, and I ended up spending about almost six hours on the plane. Well, all right. Fuck Delta. (laughs) But, but I did fly back first class. Oh, so what happened? How'd you get bumped up? 
so so people in Atlanta was freaking out apparently on Thursday because the flight was full. Um, you know, white people like to get put on standby. And I'm saying white people not as a racial thing. That's just because those are all the people that was on standby. It was white people. It was a group of them. Like, they just kept coming to the desk. Like, hey, we're waiting to see if somebody comes. And finally, the black dude was like, look, man, this flight full. And everybody has checked in. So you're not going to get it. And he was like, one of the white dudes in the most arrogant thing I've ever heard. Well, let me just buy someone's ticket from them. Because I need to get back. I'm like buy somebody's ticket i don't think he can control buying somebody's <laughs> ticket he was like i can see if somebody's willing to you know take another flight but he's like i think our other flight is full at 7 32 so i'm like man these white dudes is tripping like this is unbelievable they said they were going to be able to give me a ticket blah, blah blah you know white white person outrage is funny to me but then the old black man came up and he was just as outraged so i was like oh shit this ain't a white person outrage thing this is just an old person outrage thing at the airport. Like, they just don't understand how technology works because they're like, well, I booked a ticket and it said, you know, standby. So I should have a ticket. And dude was trying to explain him, no, standby means if we can get you on it, we'll get you on it. Hold on. So they knew full well that they were standby. It says right so, on the ticket. So hold on, hold on. So someone bought a ticket for the possibility of getting on a flight. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, That's you can do it. Hell. You can yeah. do it all day. But That's the idea that you're demanding stuff like you purchased a regular ticket is what I'm laughing at. I, I just didn't know you could just buy standby shit. So me, my dumb ass was rushing on it. Well, I wasn't rushed to the airport. I was just talking to one of my coworkers. And I forgot to check my bag. And I got a bag that I know can't go in the overhead. So I walk up to him after all these people been outraged. Younger black guy. He was like, how can I help you? I said, look, man. I'm going to be real easy on you. I feel like you need a layup right now. So I'm going to give you a layup. And he was like, what? I was like, I just need to, to check my bag at the gate. And he was like, oh, bro, thank you, man. He was like, yeah, I, I can take care of that for you. I can see the relief on this dude's face because he was just like, finally, somebody ain't tripping. <laughs> and he was like, and I, I was like, yeah, man. And I was like, man, do y'all have? I'm like, look, I'm in, you know, regular coach, man. I'm like, look, if I can get on the comfort tickets, for the next flight i'll wait another hour that ain't no thing for me and he was like where you will I, I like look man if y'all get me on the comfort plus on the next one just for that extra three inches of leg room man, i'll take it i ain't got nowhere to be tonight i'm gonna get there either at eight or 9 30 ain't that much of a difference for me <laughs> and he was like all right he was like bet let me see what we got and then like two minutes later he called me he was like hey, look man i appreciate how cool you've been man and he was like, I can get you on the next flight. I get, I make sure you get some leg room. And I'm like, bet. And he and he printed it out. He was like, look. And I took it. And that shit said first class. And he was like, you good? And I just walked back. I'm like, my man. <laughs> <laughs> the way Denzel Washington says it. Yep. The way Denzel Washington says it. Like, my man. <laughs> and, hey, we the most unprofessional shit ever. I was like, my man. We dapped each other up. And we didn't just do the handshake that. We did the handshake that. Hand around, pat him. Gave him the point afterwards. <laughs> and I, was like, I was like, nah, nigga, you the real MVP right now, bro. <laughs> and you went and had dinner. Hell yeah. <laughs> I went to PF Chang, swiped that corporate card, was chilling. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad you said that because it brings up a good point. Because I, we went through this when we went to New York a couple summers ago. And the, the flights were canceled because of the bad weather that was where our plane was coming from. 
everybody is like yelling at these people like they can actually control the weather and it's like you will get more traction if you're like hey i understand what's going on whatever whatever you know if you give me some place to call or you know if you could set me up some way that that will get people to work harder for you I yeah. always get hookups because I'm always super cool with people, exactly. especially when I know ain't nothing they can do about it. Exactly. You know I'm saying, look, ain't nothing you can do about it. I, I mean, that's hey. that's a, that's a teachable moment, man, for real. Because people, they, you should they see act my like... rental car history, man. I be going up, people be tripping about the rental cars. I be up, man, it's cool, man. I know, I know y'all going through that. I always get to get nice vehicles. Cause you weren't a dick. That's the bottom line. Don't teachable be a dick. Moment. Want to grow on y'all? <laughs> yeah, but that, that dude at Delta, Atlanta, that's my man's right there. I don't know his name, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that is my man's forever. Like, bro, you know how good it felt to have some leg room? I mean, I bet it was great just Yo, to be the first class. Here, here's how broke I am. You know what I'm saying? So when the flight boards, they like first class, everybody started moving towards it. My dumb ass was still sitting there because like it just hadn't even registered to me that I was first class. And I was just like, they started calling the comfort board and I was like, oh shit, I was supposed to already go. And I went to, I went to the back to the side. He was like, this is first class. And he looked at me. He was like, oh no, you good. He's like, where you been? I was like, man, I, I ain't even think about it. He's like, you good. Didn't even scan my ticket. I was like, he's breaking all types of TSA rules right now. <laughs> he scanned my ticket. He was like, bro, you good? He was like, just make sure you leave your bag at the end of the tunnel. I know them people was thinking I was somebody important. <laughs> you were then. Hey, that's all that matters, right? As long as you're the And I can see right some of them same white people that had to wait for that second standby flight. I could feel their anger, and it felt good. <laughs> it felt so good. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, oh, you guys shit. hate me and this dude that works here, and we love it. That's funny. Because I can true. tell, like, once they, once they started out getting him, getting outraged with him, he had checked out, bro. He was just like, we got another flight that leaves at 730, bro. He was like, so you're saying there's no way I can get on this flight? We got another flight that leaves at 730, man. And oh, I he was going to stand by on that. Oh, yeah, I stand by for that. And he was like, well, this doesn't make any sense. I understand how you feel, sir. We got another flight to land at seven. <laughs> I was like, bro, once somebody says it three times, game over, man. Like, he ain't doing nothing else for you. And like I said, I use my basketball analogy. I'm like, hey, man, I'm about to give you a layup. I just need to check my bag. <laughs> That's all I need. <laughs> nice. Good stuff, man. Well, and it was glad. early. I was like, I just want to check my bag before everybody starts boring because I, I don't want you to have to stop and all these people waiting. And he was like, yeah, man, I got you. And that's why I just happened to ask because I happened to hear that conversation. I'm like, bro, you can get me on that plus. I mean, I just wanted three inches of room, man. I didn't know I was gonna get the plush couch, get the get my lean back on. Oh, what did kind of food they made you? Have them offer me alcohol. I was gonna say, did you get your drink on? I mean, no, I didn't because I don't drink beer or wine like that. But I mean, just the fact that they offered it to me, I was like, man, I feel. You mean I, I don't just get that little bottle of water or? Nah, bro, you get, your tea? you get your own cup of shit. Yeah, they, they was like, hey, man, I was like, and I, just for shits and giggles, like, what beer do you have? We got Bud Light. We got, I was like, what? Y'all got, y'all got, got pay for y'all got choices of beer? And you ain't got to pay for it. <laughs> oh, well, how did you feel when the lady closed the curtain between you and the economy class? I, I, I felt like I was out of place. Because really? like when they closed the, yeah, because when they closed the curtain, you know, I was, I was this last seat right by. So I'm looking out as you people look going on. I'm looking back and then they closed the curtain. So I'm like, now these people think. Oh, look at his uppity ass up there. 
having him close the curtain. I wanted to, I wanted to open the curtain, but hey, sir, he did this on he did this on his own. I ain't asked for this. <laughs> I just wanted a bigger seat. You know what I'm saying? I don't care about oh, this curtain. <laughs> oh shit! That's in fact, funny. I'm like, look, I'm black. I want to stunt in front of you. I don't want to stunt in private. <laughs> now, what you I want I want y'all to know how much I'm balling up here in first class. You should just open it back up. It's like, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> Close it back. Oh, I should have just went 100% like front and just opened up. How y'all broke niggas living back there? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Because that's exactly how I felt when that first time I did first class. I ain't going to front. Ooh, I like first class. Oh, 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 they were talking. I should have just opened the curtain and be like, shut the fuck up. I got money now. <laughs> <laughs> But but I mean none of that would have been true because like I I wouldn't have paid for them first class tickets. That shit was like five hundred dollars more, and I'm like once again for an hour and a half flight. Man, I could be uncomfortable for an hour and a half and not pay five hundred dollars. Now if I'm flying cross country, I I might try to break that bread to fly first class because I can't be like this for seven hours. Like this this they'll have to peel me off the plane, bro. But I developed arthritis somewhere over Mississippi, over the Mississippi <laughs> River, bro. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> hey, man, when I used to visit California, I paid for an aisle seat. And then sometimes you can move up and pay an extra, like, 30 bucks for a bigger seat. I would just watch my app where I was like, I'm going to be on this bitch for seven hours. Yeah, we're going to get as comfortable as possible. Because a seven-hour flight is a freaking seven-hour flight. Like I said, it's, I, it's it. I, I, but from Richmond to Atlanta, man, I ain't paying them prices just nah. for first class, man. I'm good. Nah. I live like the peasants. You only live like the peasants if you all the way in the back. Like if you all the way in the back and you nah, nah, ass I, motherfucker I, I, off I, I the was plane. main I was main cabin. I was main cabin. <laughs> I, I want I want in the back I want behind the bathroom. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> that's that's just that's that uh was it Expedia shit? That's okay. the I just need to get there. <laughs> you know, those I just need to get there tickets. Like, hey, can you get me there? That's where you got a screaming baby and shit in front of you. Bro, I had a scream. I had a screaming baby on the way there, and I wanted to be like, hey, man, it ain't the baby. It ain't the baby fault. We up here for like five and a half hours, but shut that fucking baby up. Right? <laughs> Like, why couldn't that why couldn't that parent of that baby freak out and open the emergency exit door and slide out? You know what, you know what? That's cold. <laughs> That's cold. You see now you're back to F them kids. Come on, man. No, no, it ain't F them kids. It was F that kid. Cause like after about three hours, I was just like, hey man, like put some liquor in the bottle, like pop your titty out and put it on your mouth. Like, come on, man, do something to get this baby to be quiet. And uh, she was like, immune to it, man. Mo, I mean, if that means that baby cries all the damn time, man, she was chilling. Not a no. She was checked out. There's a difference. I uh, felt, I felt like she was looking out her window, just wondering if a fuck was gonna fall into the plane for her to get. That was hilarious. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't know they flew around. I just. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's hilarious! Uh, oh man, wait for that yeah. magical give a fuck fairy to come down and, and grant her wishes. <laughs> wow, 
right. What's on your mind, AG? It kind of goes along with what I already said. It, um, and I didn't do a lot of research on it. I had heard about it before in, a, in an NPR show that I listened to. And um, I just want to know, I just want y'all to know that you know, whatever the group is, to keep power, sometimes you are willing to do things that you don't think that you would do. And in this situation where we had a lot of immigration from Middle Eastern people, had a lot of people, a lot of Middle Eastern people in the country, they had a problem because, you know, on the census, it's kind of confusing. Who are you? It was the difference between white America understanding that Jesus was not white or giving these people the right to put white on the census because it was so convoluted at the time. And so they sued him as a group. And white America would rather let Middle Eastern people say that they were white rather than admit that Jesus was not white. Again, I didn't do all of my due diligence, but this did happen. It is a law now. And I'm like, sometimes when you do things, it makes your agenda so obvious that it can't be denied yet. You can deny it if you'd like. But this is one of those situations where I was like, holy cow, are you serious? Yes. So if you're Middle Eastern, you on the census, you can put white or at least I'm sure the choices are a little bit more accurate now. But back in the day, you could put white. You are anything but, but you could put white because white America in this country did not want to admit in any stretch for any reason that Jesus was a brown man. Just want to throw that out for you. Food for thought. AJ, hey, you know, you know, you can put that you white on the census anyway. How you figure that? It's what you identify as. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not even I won't even be funny there like it's, it's <laughs> what, what they gonna tell you hey sir you can't identify w- w- why not I mean Mike Tirico's done it for how long yeah, yeah well, I'm not I'm just laughing at the how, Italian stallion hey man <laughs> this stuff is so incredible it's like the most fantastic thing ever and I'm like but it's happening but the reason why I was laughing at you is not because it wasn't true it's because it goes along with what I'm saying it's just like for real y'all so yeah it's a real thing. Look it up. So that's what's on my mind. You know, people that are in power aren't in the fashion of giving away power, even if even though they might sell some of the farm to keep it. So just saying. All right. Moby, what's on your mind? Background singers. Background singers serve an important role. And relationship issues can go back to background singers. I'm telling you. Here it is. Oh my God. God. Everybody with social media in the year of 2023, making everybody feel like they're the prize. Like nobody wants to be in a group anymore. Everybody wants to be the solo artist. And the fact of the matter is, everybody can't go solo. And the truth of the matter is, you need the background singers because the background singers are the glue. And that there aren't people that want to be background singers anymore. And I'm telling you people, like sometimes it is okay to be the background singer. Now, you can get a solo part in the group. You know what I'm saying? Like if, a, if it's a good group, they're going to let everybody shine. But you got to be willing to be a background singer. Sometimes it is okay to harmonize. Sometimes it is okay to just be the ad lib. Sometimes, sometimes they just need a tenor here. They just need a tenor. They don't need nobody to hit no soprano. They don't need no alto. They just need somebody to stay in groove. 
and look when i was a, look i had the weirdest dreams when i was young there were two things i wanted to be oh, before shit. i realized i had no chance of being one was puff daddy because i thought hey man that nigga ain't got no real music <laughs> that he be in the video just getting it just uh. like and i was like bro if i could live like take that, that, take that yeah if i could just live like that and just be like <laughs> you know what i'm saying get my shine on without having to do nothing like to me i thought puff was the greatest hustler of all time now later on later on i realized now nah, puff did a lot of shit but still at the end of the day he was the nigga saying take that and dancing, you know, Diddy bopping all on all on the track. You know, so he was exactly Did you just say Diddy bopping. Yeah, he was Diddy bopping on the track. He, he, he was doing exactly what Suge Knight accused him of. He was literally just all in the video. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, when when Suge said that, and everybody was like laughing like that was a diss. I was thinking. Got the greatest gig ever. <laughs> you are describing what I want to be. And then I was like, man, if I could just be a background band dancer, man, like, or a background singer, man, like, yo, give me one mic and two other niggas sharing. I'm cool. We still getting paid. We get to travel. I ain't like, if it mess up, ain't nobody blaming me. Like, background singer is an important, like, yo, let me be the Woody and Drew here. I'm cool with that. Oh yeah, I, I am cool with that. <laughs> let me be, let me be Devonte, and uh, let let me be the background singer. I am okay with that. Um, Can I be Dalvin? Jesus Christ! Like, what talents does that guy got? Bro, can you be any of the niggas in Next Not Named RL? Like any of them? Like, <laughs> matter of fact, I challenge you. Name another nigga in the group. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about RL till you said so. <laughs> Once again, like, yo, what are the dudes in Jacket Edge name? Don't nobody know? The set of twins. N- names? I just said what set of twins. Hey, 112, we know Slim. Name another one. Exactly. I would be cool <laughs> with being unidentified, but still being part of the group. Relationships now. Everybody can't be solo. You can't have everybody can't be new addition you can't have everybody break apart and still be cool oh by the way Bobby, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I thought about you man I saw a reel with uh, new addition Bobby Brown is struggling man everybody's doing their dance moves Bobby Brown is like throwing his arms up and then hitting that last move and it's like it's the worst thing ever bro I thought about you because you was talking it's about sad, this man. before and I was like it's that's bad that's bad it's sad man he need he he just need a hug and a workout plan. <laughs> he need a hug. <laughs> you know, yeah, man. Like, look, man, because we know Bobby Brown love entertaining, and and the fact that he it seems like he loves everything else more than entertaining now because like like, like everything getting in the way no, of it. He doesn't cook anything. I'm sure. No, no. Nah, he, he cooks. Yeah, he, he always talks cook, about cooking yeah. everything. Oh man, that's that's He's awesome. Got Somebody show. like me, I, they can cook too. That's bad. Yo, he had a show on Food Network for a hot minute. Really? Yeah. Man, that's bad. That's bad. But yeah, man, in 2023, man, like I challenge you in your relationship, be okay with being a background singer sometimes. I'm not saying you always got to be in the shadow. I'm not saying you shouldn't get some shine, but like everybody can't be solo. Because if you solo, you by yourself. Everybody needs somebody to harmonize with. Truth. 
Everybody needs somebody to just say, take that, take that. Yo, I'm in my house just trying to mess up my steps. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to come back. Uh, uh, uh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to spin. Don't forget to spin. Well, he's sitting down. He can't really spin. Right? <laughs> I'm just trying to come in on time, not be flat. You know what I'm saying? Not be flat. Give full, full harmony. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? I just want to end on time. I don't want to throw off. I don't want to add no extra seasoning to it. Because, like, she the seasoning, so she gets to ad lib. She hits the high notes. You know, I'm waiting for her to hold. Like, she can repeat the hook as many times as she wants. And every, until she points, that's when I know I got to cut off. You know what I'm saying? That's it. I'm cool with that. That is a healthy relationship when you know when you got to be the background singer. Now, she let me shine. I get plenty of times to get my one part, but everybody know who face on the front of the album cover, and I'm okay with that. I'm all right with being a dude in the background, just looking away. Cause you know, if you look away, it looks like you you so cool. You don't even care that a picture being taken. So you don't mind being a pimp? I Not at all. I like being a pimp. Not at all. Cause we still get twenty thousand dollars a night. Just saying. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and in our situation, three million dollars she gets a night. She, she spends it on me. And and, and and as much as people think that I am like chauvinistic <laughs> womanizer, I don't even know what she said. She <laughs> wow. Wow. I have to let mine know ain't nobody coming to see them. <laughs> you see, and the fact that you got to let them know that means they don't know they roll. I know ain't nobody coming to see me. I know it. And it's okay. That's cold, bro. That's I'm cold, bro. all right with that. Oh, not you, her. Because it's like I said, at the end of the day, I know, I know who gets the butts in the seats. I just got to make sure she get to the show. That's my job. When you a background singer, you got to make sure the star get there. She's somewhat sober. You know what I'm saying? Wow. She, she's ready to perform. <laughs> somewhat sober. <laughs> look, look, man, we can't ask for too much. Like, oh shit, the talent is the talent. Ag, <laughs> the talent is the talent. <laughs> So, so, so when she shows up late, I mean, look, if you're important, they'll wait. I'm always waiting. You know, she, she, I mean, she ain't quite Lauren Hilling me. You know what I'm saying? She, she ain't like showing up two days late for the show. <laughs> two days late. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> nice, nice cleanup, Black Morticia Alex. Nice cleanup. I don't think she needs to clean it up. She just, you know. Yeah, she, she didn't need to. If, if she, if she said that, that was because she meant it. Cause she ain't got to Cause you see, ain't nobody with the last name Brown coming up here refuting anything. <laughs> you know, Goddamn right, I'm the show. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! Oh, hey, no. don't forget, she can halfway blackball you. Just letting you know. Look, I am, I am the background singer. I am security. I am the manager. <laughs> but the one thing I ain't is the star, and I'm alright with that. Oh my god wrong man be prepared just saying sure better get them steps dog <laughs> get them steps down there man go. there you go don't have joe jackson whooping your ass because you out here throwing michael and jermaine off <laughs> yeah, i'm just saying like don't <laughs> don't be joe out jackson. here throwing michael and jermaine off like joe jackson, Tito, get your, your shit ass. together Tito, get your shit together i don't care if you got to hold a guitar and dance at the same time nigga. you better stay in line ah <laughs> oh, jesus Thank you, sir. Thank you. So, 
hey man it's that time again I, yeah man it's that time again I'm gonna be brief as I can but you know what it is y'all it's almost that time peeps it, it's peeps time baby it's Easter in two weeks and it is <laughs> <laughs> why take your headphones off man you, you know you every year you are so committed man. to these peeps man <laughs> Somebody had some at work the other day, and I laughed at you. That was hilarious. What? Somebody had some at work the other day. I laughed at you. Uh, I saw, I'm not gonna lie. I was at Walmart the other day, and I saw a whole like thing of them, and I was like, "Guess I know what I'm talking about." It's that time again. <laughs> so, so this year, the lineup is here. I ain't never touching this lineup, but it's fair to talk about it. So this year, there, they the new stuff is Mike and Ike flavored peeps but it's gonna be in a pop form it's gonna be in a stick and i don't like mike and ike's anyway so their shits are probably nasty and basically is little peeps on a stick and each was a different flavor that shit already sounds nasty to me so i ain't touching it um oh i'm sorry it has four four flavors lemon lime orange and strawberry hail to the gnaw i ain't touching that shit <laughs> so straight up um number two the rate what's coming back the rainbow pop peeps that that doesn't entice me the sparkly wild berry flavored marshmallow bunnies doesn't entice me fruit punch flavored marshmallow chicks that's kind of interesting i don't ever think i've had those but i may try one this year and hot tamales fierce cinnamon Flavored marshmallow chicks, hail to the gnaw on that. It ain't happening. That shit's nasty. So, look, man. I don't know. I think I haven't had a peep in like two years. I think I'm gonna have one this year. But you're still out here doing peep research. Hey, man. <laughs> Researching peeps for my peeps. I gotta make sure they're not. I gotta make sure they're not coming out any of these nasty peeps, man. Well, they already do, yeah. regardless of what you think. I know, but yeah, they always come out with nasty. Like the Mike and Ike ones. Mike and Ike candy's nasty. So you like think Mike and Ike's nasty? I don't like I don't Mike think they they nasty. I mean I don't think they're good. I mean, I don't think Peeps is good. So like <laughs> I feel like you just doubling down on not good. <laughs> I mean for you, yeah. Like I like to stand it. Alright, alright, here it is. Your dream flavored peep. For me? Yeah, a peep I'm- that ain't a flavor that don't exist. That oh. would be your dream flavor, Pete. Nah, man, this is one of those times where I'm sticking with the, with the old school, the yellow and pink that's on the background. I'm good there. That that's really about it. Anything else, man? Is so you don't want your peeps to evolve? Hell no. <laughs> if I wanted to evolve, I wouldn't eat them. So like, and first of all, I can only have so many beer type two. So, because I want my shit to go crazy, because that is 150% pure sugar. So, I'll probably get a package for like $2 to eat one, just because I ate one in the last couple of years, because I can't do that. I can't really do that shit no more. But at least they're not coming out with like crazy. Oh, they're coming back with a Dr. Pepper peep. And I'm kind of just like, <sighs> but then here's something like they say they're good with bourbon. And I was like, first of all, I, we did, we are literally dipping sugar upon sugar upon sugar into more sugar. Yeah, like that's that's 
that smells like type 8 diabetes right there so <laughs> type 8 <laughs> I mean I, I can't I can't I couldn't bring my I don't like Dr. Pepper anyway so I couldn't even bring myself to do it but yo man all I'm gonna say is hey get your peeps if you like these peeps these nasty ass peeps that's on you if I get one it'll be the it'll be old school flavor and I'm just gonna be done with it but it is Easter two weeks so celebrate Easter and if you got kids Hey, all I'm saying is let them have a peep once. They may never touch that shit again, but you know what? There's always every every kid needs to have one. So every kid needs to have one. You have you can only have your first peep once, and then you either like it or you don't. Ruben, the people's champion. <laughs> the people's champion. I like that. I like that. I like that. That was good. That was good. So yeah. I mean, I figure we get the peeps thing out the way now. So, it's done. Just get the regular shit. Don't go for the crazy stuff. The hot tamales peeps just sounds nasty. And I don't like hot tamales anyway, so it's just doubling down on nasty. So, um, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Another episode of 5 Minute Warning. We will be here next Sunday at 9 p.m. once again. And, hey, you know, tell a friend. Tell it, Emmy. Just tell somebody about us. Thank you, AG. AG. Thank you, Moby, for being on the show once again. Thank you for all those um, who commented and listened to the show live. Thank you to those who will be listening to the show in podcast format. Um, hey, look, you know, like I said, we do it every Sunday night for the most part, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Twitch, YouTube, my Facebook page, if you're cool enough to be my friend. And you can get the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again. And as always, peace, love, hair grease, soul, and deuces. Email us at 5minutewarning19 at gmail.com. And also leave comments on Facebook and Twitch. Search 5 Minute Warning. Contact us on Twitter at AG underscore FMW podcast, RB5 Men Warning at FMW 2019. Contact us on Instagram, Moby 5 Minute Warning, AG underscore 5 Minute Warning, RB5 Men Warning. You can listen to the podcast at Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of. The five minute warning.